Hello, welcome to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Witt, here with Pastor Danny. Well, since our church isn't technically covenanted yet, and no elders have been affirmed, uh, Preacher Danny. Preacher Danny, okay, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Danny is here in Bangkok trying to plant BCBC, or... Bangkok City Baptist Church. Correct. And acronyms are the best, aren't they? BCBC. BCBC. Uh, Danny, how long have you been in Bangkok? I've been in Bangkok for almost a year. Almost a year? Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's going really well. It's uh, So we're here on a team, us, our family, and the Tyler family, uh, and Nathan. Um, we Things have gone much in some ways, much smoother than expected, and always more challenging than expected. The things that have gone better are surprising. Things that have been challenging are actually surprising. <laughs> but yeah, so far it's going well. And as you'll aim to plant in August? Uh, so Lord willing, we'll be planting BCBC uh, August 21st. Uh, so we have a core group right now that's been meeting since March. Um, about 20, 21. Uh, we're going through some membership interviews right now. And hope to plant in August. There you go. And so as you aim to plant, you're, y'all are currently going through the Psalms? Uh, so we... How to relate it, to God? Yeah, initially we were just doing core group meetings, and then we transitioned in the summer to actually having worship services. So we started four weeks ago. This is our fourth Sunday, fourth worship service. How awkward is it having worship services and not being in church? It's a little awkward. <laughs> it's a, uh, Welcome to the... It's more gathering yeah. of this gathering. <laughs> because we're not a church right now, and we're trying to be deliberate and intentional right. in saying that um, that we're still in the process of planting. Uh, but we are gathered, a congregation of God's children, and sitting under the preaching of God's word. Um, so that's why we've intentionally doing a summer series in the Psalms, because more the Psalms speak to more. People on an emotional level, mm-hmm. um, where you know many people can relate, yeah. and it also helps us just to get to know each other mm. as we get to know God. Uh, what's the most awkward part right now <laughs> about not being a church and yet holding services uh, for most, you personally? Or actually, it's, it's more awkward uh, service leading okay. than preaching. So I'm not the main preacher, Matt. is the main preacher. So real quickly, what is a service leader? So a service, uh, yeah. So a service leader. Um, so this is, uh, if you're not familiar with the role, role of a service leader, it's someone who leads through the different elements of the service. So it's not the worship leader. Okay. The worship leader is, uh, leading us in singing. Mm-hmm. We don't actually, right now we don't have instruments, so it's that's right. really leading us in singing. Nothing wrong with acapella. Um, that's right. That's right. Um, and the service leader is guiding us through different elements of the service. So from the, uh, Call to worship, to the, the scriptural readings, to the prayers, um, and all the way to the benediction. Hmm. So the service leader plays an important role. So the service leader uh, provides it, kind of threads, weaves the service, the elements of the service mm-hmm. together. Um, you think that's the most awkward part? It's awkward at, in, at the outset because one of the important roles of the service leader is welcoming people. Right. And it's welcoming people to what? <laughs> We're not a church yet. <laughs> so it's welcome to this gathering of some believers in this city of Bangkok. Um, so it's not, so usually we'd say, welcome to this gathering of Bangkok City Baptist Church. My right. name is, 
I'm one of the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a guy. Yeah. Uh, so it's the awkward uh, teenage years there that we're go. not sure what we are. <laughs> so this morning we were in Psalm 34. Mm-hmm. And this is how we relate to God uh, is to trust Him. Right. So we're going through a series of uh, the Psalms this summer thinking about how we are to relate to God. Right. So we start in Psalm 1. Um and uh, today we're in Psalm 34. Today was uh, trusting in God. So how do we trust God in times of trial or in times of affliction? That's good. Uh, so I'm going to read verses 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. That's your first point. Yep. It was refuge in God for past uh, and present. Uh, as, uh, the refuge of God's past and present uh, grace. Refuge of God's past and present grace. And then 11 through 22. It's the refuge of God's future grace. God's refuge. Okay, there it is. So we have a Psalm of David when he was, mm-hmm. uh, changed his behavior before Abimelech so mm-hmm. that he drove him out and he went away. So David pretended to be insane. Mm-hmm. This is 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 20. Yep. 1 Samuel 20. Uh, so I'm going to read it. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I'm reading from the ESV. <laughs> You were probably reading from the NIV? We, have the, we use the NIV. Yes, yeah, so you're going to the NIV. So this is ESV. Sorry, apologies. Uh, my soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel Lord encamps around those who fear him, and delivers them. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Okay, so what's the main point of your sermon? Uh, the main point of the sermon is uh, that uh, God's children do not have to live in fear. Well, those who make God their refuge do not have to live and fear. And then we have two refuges, past so and present grace. Past and present grace, which is 1 to 10, and 11 22 is the refuge of future grace. Okay, how was prepping the sermon this week? Um, so, prepping the sermon, so usually how I prep sermons yes. is spending the first few days of the week just meditating on the text. So, not really reading anything, not yeah. studying anything, not looking at anything, just reading the text and kind of letting it, kind of soaking in it. Um, and then, um, and the Psalms are really good because the Psalms, you are, they're just easy to memorize. And actually this one, Psalm 34, there's a lot of verses in here that's, yeah. that are memorable verses, that verses that stick out. Using um, the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so just as you're living the week, and even as you're interacting with the flock, uh, you're reminded of, the words of the psalm, so it's mm-hmm. helping you before you dive into to study. Um, and then I'll spend one day, usually in my summer prep time, one day of just uh, going through the text, making observations, um, uh, seeking to interpret the text. Uh, and that's when I bring in other sources mm-hmm. to help me with that process. And then that day I'm just taking notes, so usually that's when I come up with the outline, the main point, and so on. And then Friday is, is writing day. Writing day. So, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, David, writing the psalm, uh, so 1 through 10, any, like, 
Uh, and I know your people were mm-hmm. the people who gathered Sunday. <laughs> this, this gathering. <laughs> this gathering. Uh, won't be listening to this most likely. I'm just <laughs> yeah, they, not I'm making listening. a bold prediction here. Yeah. Uh, people at Park Baptist Church will most likely, some of them will be listening to all, all eight of you, as me and Dave <laughs> famously say. Uh, what are some maybe applications that we can take from Psalm 34, 1 through 10? What are some things that you want the people to take and then go away with? So one application is, you know, David just came out of this pretty intense situation in his life where he was uh, so afraid he fled to another another land. He um, went to the court uh, of Gath and he pretended to be an anonymous mercenary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, was dis- he, he was discovered. Yeah. And then in fear, he feigned insanity. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, who hasn't been there, right? right. <laughs> uh, so much so that he said, and, and Samuel at saliva was running down his beard, his, yeah. his chin. Um, so one application is, uh, it's it's Christians uh, are going to get ourselves into uh, tricky situations, <laughs> and yeah. we're going to find ourselves faced in, in really scary trials. Yeah, and some of our own doing, uh, some mm. of the doings of others, some just because we live in a fallen world. Yeah. And we are going to encounter trials, and David makes this point over and over again. Like he, We are going to face trials in this life. We are going to, to, to face moments. Something I really liked you said this morning was, right, you talking about the fears, and he kind of mm-hmm. listed all the fears. But then you said something like, sometimes our fears come true. Yeah. Right, I mean, it's, yeah. often, I mean often we hear maybe some fears are like, realized. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Do do that? Oh no! Yeah. Like it's just it'll be fine. It's yeah. like no. Like, what happens? When... Well, even in that moment, realizing that yeah, some of our human fears are realized, hmm. but our spiritual fears are never realized hmm. if if we're holding on to to Christ. Yeah. So good. he says um, uh, in verse ten, the lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who see the Lord lack no good thing. So we might lack things in this life. Mm-hmm. We might lack for seasons companionship we might like for seasons good health uh but this verse is still true uh even if those fears come true mm-hmm. we actually won't like any good thing mm. so what is good what is uh, essential for our soul uh we will never lack mm. we will never know lack um, we will never hunger for truth because his, we are being fed by his truth yeah, day weekly and sustained by his grace. I like how you highlighted these first 10 verses. You said, basically, like David's building a foundation. Right. What's he building this foundation for? Right. Uh, to stabilize his faith. To stabilize so his faith, when, yeah. So I used the analogy, so we're in this massive city, actually, yeah. building, uh, where we look, where we gather, we look out the windows, and there's just cranes everywhere, there's buildings everywhere, skyscrapers everywhere. Yeah. So using the analogy of, you know, when you build a skyscraper, they're designed to withstand storms mm-hmm. and uh, some earthquakes uh, but in order to, to withstand the storms you need to build a deep foundation yeah and that's what david is doing here helping us build a foundation of faith mm. uh and so these first 10 verses are really uh yeah making sure his foundation is secure so i mm. challenged us this morning to use this kind of as a uh, to survey our own foundation <laughs> like is it stable uh is it is it found wanting um so it's the foundation of, for example, one of the layers of, of his foundation is the foundation of, of prayer. It says in verse 6, the poor man called, called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. It's the fact that we can pray yeah. uh, to the Lord. So let me, let me help you there. So yeah. like um, being 
right? Your, your family you have moved, mm. right? You've purposely moved location to help plant a church mm. in a place where 99% of the people don't know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how key has prayer been for that, for mm. trying to plant a church? Mm. Maybe particularly here, I don't know, right. like, you know, I mean, obviously prayer right. everywhere, but like, what's the thought and what has the experience been with prayer mm. uh, throughout this process? Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, prayer has been critical. So as we prepared to come here, um, to make that decision to, to move, uh, this was not on our agenda, it wasn't on our plan to move to Bangkok. <laughs> but as a, an invitation was made, we had to pray through it. Mm-hmm. But not just pray ourselves, but bring others in to mm-hmm. praying with us. And as we did that, there was affirmation to, mm-hmm. to move forward. But then even while we're here, kind of every step of the way, we've had to pray. Like, even what apartment do you live in? Mm-hmm. Like, what part of the city? Like, we didn't have answers to any of those questions. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to go take pretty big steps of faith every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think pretty unique, well, not unique, but one aspect of life here, and you have experienced this even since you've been here, is there is pretty significant spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. Um, that spiritual attack in the form of discouragement, uh, in the form of actually fear, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, especially related to our kids or health, um, uh, dreams, for example. Yeah, we uh, talked about that. Yeah, yeah, just waking up in the middle of the night with these random fears. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, being, you know, crying out to God, crying out to Him, knowing that He will hear us and even He'll save us out of all uh, troubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I personally noticed that here, right? I mean, we had been here, this was even before the camps got here, yeah. right? It was emergency prayer meeting right yeah. As a, yeah you know like let's let's get together so we will we pray. will do that as a team i mean we pray as a gathering mm-hmm. uh, so we just had a prayer meeting this afternoon mm-hmm. uh, i think prayer also forms unity yeah. and so as we're trying to build a community mm-hmm. uh that has to we want right at the outset this community would be we want this community to be, to be a community of prayer mm-hmm. uh, so we we gather in the mornings from 9 30 to about 11 11 30 uh, and then we gather in the afternoons at 1 30 for uh, prayer, yeah. um, and most people actually stay. Yeah, uh, right now at least for mm-hmm. for that prayer gathering. It's been good, um, and that's important, um, especially these early days. And then as a team, we'll meet Sunday nights mm-hmm. um, and then throughout the week yeah. to, to pray. Yeah, um, I mean, I'd say personally, just since I've been here, I just noticed myself of like find myself okay, maybe in a funk and discouragement, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, okay, I'll pray. But sometimes hearing someone else pray, mm-hmm. it just really does something mm-hmm. to you. Of like, yeah. yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yes, that's yeah. good. And I really appreciate the amen here. Yeah, it's the, amen. Every, every, Jesus Christ is ready to pray. Amen. 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 You know, it's a good, yeah, it's really, really nice. Yeah, I, I guess that's, <laughs> the, the distinctives that you don't realize are distinctives until someone points them out to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the things we want when we say amen. Yeah. Like, we, we emphasize it when us all say amen together. Right. Like, verbally. Yes. Um. And just so, again, we're united mm-hmm. in prayer, and we're not zoning out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, especially in corporate prayer. Yeah. Corporate prayer time. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. Uh, one last thing before we move on to the second point. Uh, verses uh, 1 through 3, I thought this was very good, mm-hmm. very encouraging. Something I've been thinking about as well, of just um, the everyday, ordinary Christian, um, often, right, we need to be preaching the gospel mm-hmm. to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something where David's here doing, and you said right here, magnifying the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
heard Piper say this, right? You don't use a microscope for right. God. Use a telescope, telescope. right? Yeah. He's already big. Yeah. You just need to see him. Yeah. But you had a quote I wrote down. I don't have it with me. It was something of, uh, we need to make the Lord bigger right. so that he's bigger than and our fears. fears. Yeah, right. that was really good. I immediately wrote it down when he said it. Well, it's just as... <laughs> When David's saying these first few verses, glorify the Lord, ESV says magnify the Lord. Mm-hmm. So to magnify is to make bigger, but it's not that we are making him bigger. He's right. already big, but we are, we are seeing him as he truly is. Right. But in our, the midst of our fears, mm-hmm. why do trials and fear have so much power over us? Because they actually make God look small. Mm-hmm. In, our, in our view, yeah. you know, we think God is smaller than he truly is. Mm-hmm. So David's calling us right from the outset to magnify, glorify the yeah. Lord. And we do that through, he's saying, we do that through worship. Right. <clears throat> so as we worship God, we're magnifying Him, we're glorifying Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and He's calling us to do that together. So even as He begins the psalm, often too, in our, in our fear and our trials, we feel very lonely, mm-hmm. and feel uh, isolated. Um, but He begins the psalm by an invitation. He says, exalt the Lord together. So it's an invitation to bring us, to, uh, to bring us together through worship. Because mm-hmm. um, all of us, we don't know when we sit in a church on a Sunday morning, Who's going through what? But we can right. we can be pretty sure that everybody's going through some kind of trial, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, of some degree or another. Right. Uh, and to worship together, to add our voices to the voices of others. That's good. Greatly encouraging. That's good. All right, uh, verses eleven through twenty-two. I'm gonna read them quickly, and we're close out. So, come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and love many and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. And the righteous cry for help the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushing spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of, out of them all. He keeps all his bones that one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of the servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Mm. Um, so refuge in the future promises, future grace mm-hmm. of God. Uh, any maybe things that you didn't get to highlight this morning that you wish you had? Mm. Um, yeah, there's always a challenge. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I think... One thing that that uh, David is trying to say here is, um, and I, want, I probably want to emphasize this more if I, if I could have done, the righteous, it's like saying verse 19, the righteous cry out, verse 19, the righteous person may have many troubles. Um, uh, so he's actually talking about the righteous who will experience trials. So the fact is that as Christians, we are going to experience trouble. Mm-hmm. We are going to experience trial. Um, there are some who might believe that that, that that's faulty theology. Like if we're Christians, and we should be blessed. Right. Uh, so the health and wealth gospel and so on. Um, I didn't go anywhere near that this morning <laughs> um, uh, to, or challenge that. Yeah. But it's more just helping people see. We, we, it actually is normal mm-hmm. to experience trials. Mm. It's normal to experience hardship. It's normal even for our church. Uh, even for our, as we begin this church together, we are going to experience trials together. Yeah. Uh, we are going to experience hardship. Uh, we don't know what they're going to be. Right. But as we prepare to plant this church in this city, uh, yeah, we have to prepare together and we place our faith and our hope not in, you know, 
each other or in particular elders uh, or a particular number of people uh, that might be in attendance uh, or a, where we might meet, we place a hope in, in a future hope uh, yeah. that is to come that is certain, I'm yeah. sure. Um, That's good. Steadfast. Yeah. Uh, you really um, brought out Christ in this passage, mm-hmm. right? Not, not one of his uh, bones, right? Will mm-hmm. be broken. You went to John there. Uh, and then you kind of really just highlighted right now. Obviously, this is this passage is primarily about Jesus, right? right. David's greater son. Uh, is there anything else there you might you just saw in your study that you're like? Well, I mean, the bones of verse twenty. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Mm-hmm. So I only mentioned Christ, mm-hmm. but actually, the theme of bones mm-hmm. is in the scripture a lot. Really. Uh, means think the field of the dry bones yeah. that were resurrected in Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you th- the bones he brought Jacob back to. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even the Passover that? lamb. Yeah. Uh, in the Passover, uh, where in Exodus, uh, the bones of the Passover lamb were not broken. Hmm. Uh, so actually, this theme is is woven all through scripture that leads to to Christ, hmm. the one whose bones were not broken. That's um, awesome. I never which, noticed that. Yeah, which even for me personally, as I was studying, it was really powerful. <laughs> that did not make any, uh, that didn't make it into the, the message this morning. Right. But even just to reflect on it and to, to mm-hmm. meditate on that was... What do you think the main thing that you're trying to say is bones will be broken? Like, what does that mean? Like, would that have meant something to them that... Uh, I think it speaks to the resurrection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it speaks to the resurrection. That's good. And the... The resurrection that is to come, that is our hope. That is, right. our, that is future grace. Um, hmm. So this uh, typology of the bones not being broken mm-hmm. points to the hope of the resurrection. Hmm. And as we go through trials, if we could lose our physical bodies. We could Our bones could be broken mm-hmm. physically. Um, but the hope of the resurrection is that we will inherit glorified bodies. Let's, let's close with this. How much does looking forward to heaven... Mm-hmm help you and your team mm. today? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, we're in this big concrete city. Yeah. Uh, so thinking about, you know, the hope of the, the city that is to come. But I think one thing that helps me a lot is we have, we just left uh, a place where we ministered to you for almost eight years uh, and we were scattered. And now we're here and we're establishing a new, Lord willing, a new community of faith here. Mm-hmm. But doing so in the light of the day that will come when all the saints will be gathered. Mm-hmm. Uh, that day will come when all, uh, every tongue, tribe, and nation will gather and to exalt together, mm-hmm. worship together, uh, the, the Lamb, the, um, uh, to worship Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is why we do this. That is why we, that is why, you know, because He's worthy. That's why we keep doing this. Uh, <laughs> I keep seeing uh, gospel churches planted mm-hmm. and outposts of God's kingdom established. Amen. And would you. In light of that, pray us out. Yeah, for sure. Heavenly <clears throat> Father, we do thank you for the great hope uh, that we have as believers uh, in the resurrection that is to come. Lord, we pray that even as we go through various trials and afflictions in the week ahead, that we would uh, face them confident in the knowledge that these momentary trials are, uh, are, are that they are momentary. Uh, but what awaits us all as believers is an eternal security, um, an inheritance that is unfading undefiled and kept in heaven for us. Let us pray that you would help us this week to live lives marked by, by faith, uh, and faith, um, uh, uh, faith that will lead us uh, to, to obedience and to exalt you. 
We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Hope to see you soon.